So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What is going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. What a rush, ladies and gentlemen, with my guy, my PIC partner in crime, my bouncy bro, Vince Russo. How are you? Tonight? What is going on, Dr. Chris? All charged up, all revved up with no place to go. What is happening, my friend? <laughs> Brother. <laughs> What is going on, man? Another uh, another Monday to uh, be blessed to be alive, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing okay. That's good, man. That's good. Well, uh, without further ado, let's jump into this uh, wonderful, uh, amazing episode of Raw in St. Paul, Minnesota, home of uh, well, AWA was in Minnesota. Was in, is in Minneapolis, right? I think so, bro. I'm Around there, sure. yeah. Well, okay. Minneapolis and St. Paul are twin cities, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, you know, close enough AWA country. So, the the legendary AWA, uh, we get to experience uh, this from AWA, Vince. Yeah, bro. This, uh, this first segment with Lashley and MVP, Kevin Owens, uh, Rollins, Big E, DeVille, Pierce. Bro, 15 minutes. I mean, 15 minutes, and after 15 minutes, if Lashley beats all three, he's in a fatal four-way. Like 15 How predictable minutes, was it? How yeah. predictable was that? And, and, and I mean, judge, again, bro, we talk about this every week, just the eating up of time, bro. Yeah. 15 minutes, bro, just yeah. to get to that. Yeah. Well, three hours just to get to the end, which was yeah. lastly being a part of the uh, the, the Fatal Four Way. Which, I mean, again, super predictable. I mean, you you really had the type of. I know for me mentally, I just kind of checked out the rest of the show because I knew that it was going to be revolved around Lashley. And the past few weeks has been like that. It's been like okay, this week and then the next week, the next week, Lashley's going to eventually be the fourth person in the the match. What's the payoff if he wasn't? He's just going to like either look like an idiot or be the fourth person. And we, we knew he was going to be the fourth person. It was just yeah, like- bro. And it's really weird because it's, you know, bro, it's not, Chris, follow me on this. It's not a black thing, but you you almost have Lashley and Big E canceling each other out. I mean, these are two very large, charismatic, muscular, you know, African-Americans. But the problem for me, bro, is they're not developing their personalities enough Mm -hmm. to make them unique. Mm -hmm. Bro, you know what it would be like? It would be like during Austin's era. There was another bald-headed guy who went down wearing jean shorts and a vest. That's almost what it's like because, it, it, to me, it wouldn't seem this way if they both had really strong characters. Mm. But what, what are their characters? You know, what I mean, and it's like, you know, bro, I don't, you know, it was so confusing tonight. Who was a baby face? Who was a heel? Who were they rooting for? Because they were popping for Owens and, uh, and the Rollins to take out Lashley. Like I, I was, I was just so confused by this whole thing. And, and at the end of the night, I asked myself two questions. I asked myself, number one, 
do I do I give a crap who's in the match at day one? <laughs> like right. I could care less if Lashley's in it, if he's not in it, if Biggie, like I could care less. And number two, and we talk about this every week, Chris. We look at this show for three hours. Who got over? Right. Who got who who got over, bro? I agree. And I think the problem with this is that Lassie is a heel, so he's coming from behind. Like this whole like back in the attitude era, the the suspense for the show was more exciting because it was the baby face kind of coming from behind. It was uh, Austin against all odds. Essentially, well, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. L- L- Lashley's not the heel. If you're stacking the, de- the deck against the guy, you're making him the underdog. Correct. The underdog, bro, is never the heel. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the reason why I wasn't a fan of how they writ- wrote the show because you have the the most dominating person on the entire roster coming from behind as if he's not going to win. Like, he just right. beat the Mysterios, like, in the handicap match recently. So it's like, you know, if anybody can beat two people or three people at, in one night, it would be Lashley. And, of course, Lashley's going to be in the match because, again, why are they building three three weeks worth of stuff just for him not to be in the match? And so, again, it's just predictable as far as the characters thing. I'm just not a fan of what they're doing with Big E. Uh, I'm a big Big E fan. He's still my favorite in the WWE. But at the same time, he just doesn't stand out. And I yeah, think I mean, tonight said, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not a fan of what they're doing with Big E. I mean, Chris, I would ask you, what are they doing with him? Nothing. <laughs> they're, 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 they're making doing him look nothing like with him, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, exactly. even, even at the end, Chris, even at the end, I'm telling you, bro, it's these little nuances that are burying Biggie, and they know it. Bro, remember I pointed out, you know, just a week ago, yeah, bro, he went over, but he had to crawl out of the cage. Right. He didn't walk out of that cage like a hero. Bro, the last thing you see on this show, bro, freak the diameter of of um of what MVP's cane. Yeah. Bro, the diameter is about half an inch. Yeah. He caught Biggie, and it was like somebody shot Biggie. Chris, I got to tell you, in Colorado, we we've got a lot of coyotes, mm-hmm. so I walk with a walking stick, and my walking stick is a piece of wood. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's it's from a tree, so it's it's solid, bro. Like if a coyote ever charged me, bro, he's gonna get cracked across the head. But I mean, at least my God, give him a cane that looks like it would bro that thing was so pencil thick and biggie shot it like he was shot he sold it and i'm like really bro yeah 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 and he's and they're supposed to have the person sell it with the biggest legs in the entire wwe exactly exactly chris that's what i'm saying bro yeah Yeah. How, how how does that not bury the guy Exactly. Yep. Well, we got awesome sauce with a $5 super chat saying, I remember the Nitro where Goldberg had to beat Hall to beat Hogan the same night to be world champ. It made sense because he was the baby face. Yep, that right. was in Atlanta, by the way. Speaking of, uh, it was at the Georgia Dome, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the time that Goldberg um, won the championship. It was a hot night. Hot night. That was... 98, I believe. You were still in the dub. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go over there till like October 99 around there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SK Nation, uh, verify that for me. I think that was, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm from, from, uh, pretty, from sharp on my trivia, that was July of 98, if I'm not mistaken, July of 98. Um, SK Nation, verify that for me, but I think it was July of 98 in the Georgia Dome. Uh, let's start off with uh, we we already started off. July, yep, awesome sauce. July sixth, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, very nice. All right. Um, so we had we talked about the the beginning of that promo there. Uh, the the second uh, segment was the Otis defeating Riddle, right? Yeah, yeah. And again, predictable. 
Well, I mean, see, that's the thing, bro. I didn't think it was predictable with Otis going over Riddle. However, we, we've we seen them beat Riddle a million times. Bro, here's the philosophy with Riddle. Riddle is over. Here's what they're thinking. Riddle is over, so you could beat, you could beat Riddle to death, and it's not going to matter. And, bro, that, that will work for a while. But if you beat the guy too much... It's really going to do, it's really going to cause damage. I don't think they needed Otis to go over in this match. I think they could have had some kind of a DQ with Otis causing the same amount of damage at the end of the match. I think they beat Riddle, bro, way, way too much. And I know why they're doing it, bro. I agree. I do think it was predictable because they're setting up the tag match. They need a tag team and they need they're setting up a tag match between the two, which was odd because Otis and Gable got beat out of the tournament, but now they're feuding against the champs and they had to postpone the finals for two weeks. So what they're gonna do a triple threat match? Just yeah, I don't know. This is really odd, man. Because everybody got injured in the match. Uh, I, I think one of the Street Profits is hurt. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember. And one of the Mysterios is hurt. Yeah. Bro, did they mention that on the show? No, it was uh, – uh, I got an alert on Twitter. They announced it. But they never mentioned it on the show, right? Not that I saw. Why wouldn't they mention that? Because that was supposed to be the match this week. Right. Yeah. And it just doesn't make sense that – the tag team champions like you're going you're doing this tournament for the tag team champions so they should look like very high right but they looked lower right than before the tournament match you right. know it just exactly. like why would you lower the stock of yeah. the champions if someone's vying for the championship it doesn't bro again with those guys being hurt and they couldn't have that match and they had to switch things up this was written at two o'clock today I yeah, mean, but they should have no. just had them beat Otis and and uh, and Gable. Like yeah. uh, Otis, like it, it would have been really easy for Riddle just to cut a promo. He get attacked by Otis in the back. That sets up a tag team match, and then you get momentum for the champions by beating right. Otis and Gable. It just yeah. makes sense. You want to make the champions unless look good. those guys, unless those guys are going to be out for a while. I don't know. They said two weeks. They oh, said, well, that's uh, they that's, the that's really not a while. No, yeah, it said they'll they'll have the match again in two weeks. So, yeah. so next we had uh, Bianca Belair <clears throat> defeating Dewdrop. Uh, four was it? Uh, it's the four fifty four fifty splash that she did. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, this is for the purpose. Of, I think this, to me, to me, I don't see too much in this angle but i think this was the best part of raw just because if the point is to make bianca belair look better than she did at least this is a stop a step in the right direction i'm not too confident in what they'll do with it but at least it was a step in the right direction but it's also um chris it's also butt backwards because, bro, and they did the same thing with Liv Morgan and Becky. Bro, th this is how this is supposed to work. It worked this way since the beginning of time, okay, bro? How it worked during the beginning of time is he'll get seed, he'll get seed, he'll get seed, he'll get seed, he'll get seed. We get to the ba big match. Baby face goes over. Mm -hmm. Then after baby face goes over, the heel gets that one more rematch. Yeah, that was stupid, yeah. Yeah. But, but what, like, what they're doing here, it's like, okay, Bianca Belair went over. So now Dewdrop gets heat to keep it going. But you know, at the end of the day, Bianca Belair gonna is going to go yeah. over. Liv yeah. and Becky, bro, they did the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Becky went over. Yeah. Now, now the baby face got their heat back only for Becky to go over again. All, all they're doing, bro, and we've been talking about this for two years now, they're just prolonging these programs. Bro. Yeah, and that that well, part they, I didn't like. I think if if I think if it was just a straight win from Bianca and she moved on, I would have preferred that. You know, right. bring bring her into a few with Selena Vega or something. You know, something like that. But the very fact that you know, I, I <laughs> you maybe forget about the last part of that, and I remembered it now when Dewdrop. They did the camera angle, which I knew it was predictable. I didn't think it was going to be Dewdrop. I knew she was going to be attacked because every time they have that sharp type yeah. of side view, 
that you're not seeing anybody behind her, someone's going to get attacked. So that was pretty predictable. So I was like, okay, well, maybe there's a, a start of a new feud. Someone's going to attack her. But she beat Dewdrop in the ring. She got out of the ring to celebrate. And then Dewdrop attacks her from behind. So I'm like, wait a minute. So Dewdrop went out of the ring, went around Bianca Belair to hit her from the back. Oh, I swear to God, for a second, I'm like, oh, bro, is the gimmick she's got a twin sister or something? Because I was like, well, how, how how did that just happen, bro? You yeah. know what I so mean? So she was seeing the whole thing. She was yeah. looking at the ring. Right. So it's like, huh, she's she's going yeah. out. Oh, okay, wait yeah. a minute. She must have been going around. Oh, like, I just... But, but, just... but, but th that's the thing, bro. Everything is just to prolong yeah. these. And, bro, they, uh, I tell you this, Chris, all the time. There are ways to prolong them with story. Yeah. You could do it a lot easier with story so Absolutely. you don't have to figure out what they're doing match-wise every week. Yeah, yeah. And why am I interested in another Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop match? You just had one last week that was a uh, just a no-finish, basically a count-out. This one, Dewdrop loses. two, So she's lost twice in a row. Yes, last week by count-out, this week by pin. So if she beats Bianca Belair, that makes Belair looks look worse because she right. lost twice to her and then beat her. So again, yeah. who's getting over here? So and, and if Bianca Belair beats Dewdrop for a third time, that doesn't put Bianca Belair over because she's just beating the same person three times. Yeah. So either either way, you put this feud, nobody's getting over if they continue to extend it. Because the worst thing you want is for Bel Belair to lose, because it makes her look, it makes her look very inferior to someone she beat twice. Bro, all you gotta do, I, you know, it's something this simple, bro. Who, who, it, it, which one of the street prophets got hurt? Was it a husband or the buddy in the back? I don't even know who. Like they were very just like, um, uh, just kind of uh conspicuous like inconspicuous about about that because they're talking about two weeks and i don't know i don't know if it's covid protocols i don't even know what the injury was i don't even know who, who i just read from it, the announcement i, I, I read it today because one of them worked on the weekend and i read oh, okay. it today but i i i i was gonna say bro even like yeah can you check out which one it was because yeah, i'm, I'm just yeah. curious i th i think i think that the bigger dude uh is the one montez. that got hurt i think montez got hurt i think okay um montez what the dawkins is the one who's the bigger one but it says montez didn't miss the weekend super show so montez was all right dawkins got hurt no montez missed so dawkins is the bigger one he works okay montez is married to her right bro Montez is married to Bianca, yes. Bro, how about doing something this simple? How about we, we've got the Street Profits in the back and Montez or whatever is on a crutch or something, and we explain hmm. why we can have that match tonight. I'll be back in two weeks, right? Yeah. What yeah. about if while they're cutting the promo, bro, from behind comes Dewdrop and cuts his knee out from under him? There you go. Right, bro? All of a sudden, you know, Bianca Belair, Belair sees it, you know, runs Dewdrop off. Next thing you know, bro, you got Bianca Belair headed out to the ring. We ain't going to have a fight. We ain't having a match. We're having an old-fashioned street fight. Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Bro, you could have you got to That'd exactly where you got to without beating anybody. This is not brain science, bro. Yeah, that easy. That's that, all that you've got to do. You could have got to the same exact place with Bianca standing tall, getting he, 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 and then the heel does that one thing and leaves her lying. But, that easy, yeah. But you keep booking matches, bro, yeah, and that's yeah. what's killing you, man. And that's, I mean, I, again, old school way of doing it. You built toward the match. The right. match felt good. You yeah. don't oversaturate a feud with matches. Right, right. That's all they do, bro, with everybody, man. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next we have... Uh, Lastly, defeating Kevin Owens. This is just one of three that was pretty predictable. Kevin Owens uh, protected himself by tapping out before he got in, in the hurt lock. 
Yeah. No, that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Vince, another Veer Mahan vignette. Yeah. You ready? You ready? You're He's coming, bro. He's coming, baby. He's coming. He's coming, man. Yes. Veer Mahan, ladies and gentlemen. We have have to get uh, very pumped up for Veer Mahan because, listen, he's coming to Raw, and he's coming for you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. This has to be six weeks in a row now. Yeah, it has to be. It seems like it has to be at least four. Oh, it's because more than that, bro. It's got, more than draft that. Draft was October, right? Yeah. And so that was two months ago. He got drafted to to Raw. It's at so. least I'm telling you, it's at least five, maybe six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at least yeah. I think they started SK Nation. If you can, if you can quickly recall when uh, Veer Maha started his promos. Because I remember, like the first week or two, you didn't even remember. Uh, you didn't even know. No, and probably asked me. I missed it on tonight's show too. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I guess you're not I, missing it. There now. it is, baby. <laughs> you're yes. not missing it now, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Coming to Raw, his name is Bear Yes. Hold on, bro. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Put that graphic back up. Hold on. Put it back up. I got up. you. I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to Raw. Yes. He's yes. your future. He's my future. He's our future. Fear. Mine. Yes. <laughs> All right, Chris. All right. Enough, enough with the shenanigans. Get pumped for beer, man. You got to get pumped for beer behind, ladies. Yes. Otherwise, uh, you know, hey, we, we make gimmicks of the gimmick aid. Uh, this yes. is the best. This is the most over Veer Mahan's going to be. Uh, yes. Yes. We gave him a you deserve it. A, this is awesome. Yes. And a round of applause. Yes. He's never going to get more than that in the next five years. Bro. No. But here's the thing. Like the vignette curse, we we. WWE looking at her stuff because they're like, hold on, we're they're not going to put them over more than we are because we put the bounties over and they broke up. We put Bearcat over. Well, at least we made him a thing. <laughs> and he, we talked about Cross a lot. He got gone. We talked about Retribution. They broke up. WWE doesn't want us to turn gimmicks into gimmick aid, and they're like, well, we're going to. I'm going to kill it. Me. Are Ali and that other dude, are they on SmackDown? Are they on every week? No. no. I don't even know it was the last time Ali yeah. was on So SmackDown. all that time they put into those guys just for the Saudi show. That was it. Uh, Mansoor was in a backstage segment uh, on SmackDown. I forgot what it was. Um, what about Garza was- and Cirillo? Were they on? Yeah, they're on. Um yeah. They were on an undefeated streak, and then they, there was no build to it. They were like, un, they're undefeated. They're undefeated tag team, and then they just rightly lost to Nakamura and Rick Boogs. And uh, it was just yeah. some, you know, Nakamura came in, did it, Kinshasa did his finisher. Very lackluster, anticlimactical finish. Yeah. Undefeated to, oh, oh they, they lost. Okay. Well, mm. that's it. Yeah. So uh, last time. Mustafa Ali wrestled a match on SmackDown was October the 29th. Wow. Wow. Six weeks ago. Six weeks, man. Mm. Yep. So it's been six weeks since he's... Well, that's the last time he's wrestled a match, period. Six weeks ago. He be, he lost to Drew McIntyre in a couple minutes. Mm. That's, that's all you got. Last time Mansoor wrestled a match... Uh, was oh he yeah, he he uh he was a part of the um, battle royal the black Friday Black Friday battle royal on oh. uh, yeah on Black Friday sorry I missed that yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah people are getting pumped for Veer yes uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes 
Uh, next, we get Becky Lynch uh, cutting in a ring promo. Yet another one against Liv Morgan. Oh, what, what was what, what was she wearing? Does anybody out there? Can anybody explain that to me? Somebody was saying that Pacha P A C H A means peace in Latin. Like what? The, can anybody out there? Does anybody have any insight as to what she was wearing? Uh, I thought Pax means uh, pizza Latin. I don't know. It was P A C H A. What? I don't know what what was going on here. Yeah, Pax means pizza Latin. Uh, let's see, P A C H A. Yeah, and I was trying to figure out the whole time what what is she wearing. I, I have no idea. I don't even know. It's not even coming up. Does anybody know? Does anybody have a uh, heads I'm looking, up? I'm trying to look for the uh, for anything in the chat. Uh, yeah, I just I, I I did not know what she was doing. Oh, the surname Pacha evolved from the Latin word Pax, which means peace. Yeah, that's that's what somebody said. Okay, but that can't be what it's it a meant. surname though. It's a last name, yeah. so. Originally a nickname for a person who was a peaceful nature who sought peace yeah, well, in the figure of Christ. Well, that's good because she, she's a heel, so that works. Yeah, peace, a peaceful peace, nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, then that, that I, I don't, I don't get it, bro. But here's another thing I don't get. This was another thing, bro. I'm like, bro, wasn't Shayna Baszler doing that arm gimmick to to women about? A month yes. and a half ago, yes. they couldn't come up with something else. And bro, 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 can you explain this to me? Somehow, Liv's arm is caught between the ring post and the steps. But bro, we see them pick up the steps and move the steps a hundred times a show. But now, when somebody's got their arm caught between, they can't move the steps. Yeah. I don't it doesn't know, make any sense just, to me at all. Uh, yeah, I just like my God, bro. Like we just saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, recycle raw. Stretching it out, stretching yeah. it out, Once stretching again. it out. That's it, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but where's the art of the payoff, Vince? What payoff? Like, where's the payoffs nowadays? Like wrestling was an like episodic television. All right. You would have the season finales be the big payoffs. Every time the payoff is the season finale essentially would be every month or two in wrestling. That would be the payoff. Whatever match that is, that would be the payoff, right? But nowadays, what are we building to if we're seeing three to four matches before that's, what I'm saying. that's that's because they're not telling stories yeah. bro. that's the problem man so unless you know i mean unless liz go live goes over at the uh, pay-per-view if she loses again to becky that's she's dead in the water yeah what do you think about live being champ would you be for it bro, bro do you remember back in the day chris chris here was he was the big test chris if you are a wwe champion you'd have to picture that person on the talk shows. Yeah. Is that person going to be on Regis? Is that person going to be on with Conan? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, bro? It needs to be superstar stature. That's how you always looked at it. Yep. Is Liv, is, is Liv Morgan going to be on uh, the, the talk show circuit? I, I mean, to, to me, bro, like, again, bro, he, here's the bottom line. Somebody is going to suggest they put her over, and then if they do put her over, in three weeks they're going to say she wasn't ready for the spot. Yeah. I mean, she's not ready for the spot, but yeah. the problem is, bro, you've put her in a position now where if she doesn't beat her, now what? She's yeah. going to cut more vignettes in a bathtub? Right. Yeah, you know, I, that's a good point, Vince, as far as just does she meet the media criteria? Right, right. right. Uh, I, I think, of course, looks-wise, I mean, everybody thinks that she's attractive. And so she passed that, but I think at the same time, I don't think she's being built enough to pass the media credentials. Like, people don't know who she is. Bro, I swear to God, the whole idea, because it was my idea, 
the whole idea of putting the title on Sable was for that reason only. True. We could get we could get Sable on Stern, and mm-hmm. Sable went on Stern. Mm-hmm. It was for that reason. You can get Sable out there, and she could be the face of the the, the women's side of the WWE. That's why we did it. Yeah. Uh, again, bro, that that's something that you really, really got to be ready and poised for. For sure. And she just, she, I have nothing against her, but she just doesn't come across as being prepared for that. What do you think she need? What do you think WWE needs to do for her character to make her pass the media credential test? Well, bro, first, 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 they have to, first thing they got to do, bro, is she, she, to me, she lacks the confidence. Mm-hmm. I see it like in her promos. Like, did you see that one spot when she was in the runway and she got distracted by a fan? Mm-hmm. Bro, that you can't, that should not be happening. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't, she doesn't, to me, she doesn't come across as confident and secure and you really 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 need that bro like, yeah i like, think like charlotte can pull that role off like you can yeah. put charlotte on talk shows for sure but you yeah. you got to be ready for that bro i agree i think her mic work is is very very underdeveloped uh yes. i think that i think she needs a lot of work with her mic work she doesn't it's not convincing to me I mean, right like, it, it feels scripted uh, I, did you did you ever look at the text I gave you of Aaliyah with the uh, when she was looking at the script on uh, SmackDown? I sent it to you. Oh uh, yeah, yes, week. yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, it was just like she was just like reading the, uh, and I and I feel like that with like Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan. It feels like that scripted. What happened to the riveting promos that got people in the story with you? Promos are just instruments to get people further sunk in the storyline. But now it just feels like a part of the show. It just feels like part of the segment. It doesn't feel authentic anymore. I I agree a hundred percent. And I think Liv is missing that dramatically. And we work in ring work is decent. um, But at the same time, I just think there's just nothing about Liv yet that stands out character wise and bro you also have to look at where she came from yeah it was one of three the spotlight was not on her then they put her in that other role where she was going to tell her real story she was crying at ringside then she was in a bathtub then next thing we know we're seeing gg last week yeah there's there's no consistency and then the lana angle with uh oh my god the lana angle that's what i'm saying bro there's like so many things yeah. that's hard to overcome all that stuff bro that's true yeah all over the place uh next we have pearson deville making um the day one stipulation um oh yeah the, the day one stipulation that was the first and then styles uh cut a promo backstage with and then almost comes around yeah what, what what's the payoff here vince in, in your opinion Bro, I don't know. All I know is I saw I saw tonight there were three times when there was dissension in the ranks on the same show. You had dissension in the ranks here. Then yeah. you had dissension in the ranks with Rhea Ripley and uh and Nikki, Nikki Cross. And then there was one more oh Miz and Mrs. Miz. Yeah, yeah. In the same show. Bro, there's gotta be one dissension in the right. You can't yeah. have it three times on right. the same freaking show, bro. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This person's gonna turn here. Oh, wait, she she slapped them. Oh, is this person turning here? We how can we sink our teeth into three different story arcs in one show? You can't, you can't, bro. You bro, this is telling you, I'm telling you what this is telling you, crystal clear of a lot of this is being written the day of. Mm. So they're not, they're not, you know, matching up what's in seg one, what's happened here, what's happened. They're all doing their own thing. And then all of a sudden, when you put it all together, you've got dissension in the ranks three times on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, if you, when you have, you know, a couple dozen writers, 
you've got different angles coming from everywhere. Oh, wait, I already put a dissenting in the rankings uh, segment here. Well, I already have one here. Uh, we can't rewrite it. It's too late. Let's just got to throw it in there. So, yep. And it feels that way, too. It d- definitely feels that way, bro. 27, 24-7 segment. Um, we started with – who was it? Dana Brooke walking Well, with- before that, though, bro, I don't want you to miss this. You had the uh, you had the Finn Balor and the Damian Priest against uh, – Oh, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The- no, no, that was after. Oh, okay. That so I, I think they got – I think Balor got introed. Yeah, and, and then and they, they went to yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they're doing that, bro. That to me, I don't understand either. I don't either, man. Um, so the 24-7 segment, it was clear that they were jumping off a trampoline be- behind the snow or whatever mountain that was. You could you could I actually heard Dana Brook bouncing. Yeah. So <laughs> the bouncy bounce the bouncy was bouncing, ladies the bouncy and gentlemen. Bouncy was bouncing, very nice. <laughs> And then, so, so this, so this angle was what Re- Reginald. So Reggie is showing Dana Brooke the ropes of. Yeah, I could, te- I could teach a couple things, right? And then our truth and the other guy were there, Tahada, Tajita, whatever his uh, name is. Uh, oh gosh, she maybe uh, um, Akira Tozawa. Tozawa was there, yeah. and then yeah. uh, and then Tamina, Tamina was there. there. Yeah, yeah. Who just decided to double over for no reason so Dana Brooke could kick her? Yeah, yeah, like, bro. That 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 was indie one oh one. That yeah. bro. And here's the problem I have with this, Chris. You got to understand. I produced a million segments like that. That was tape, bro. Mm-hmm. How do you put that on TV? How do you not do that again, bro? That was as lame as lame could get. It's taped. How are you not doing it again, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's taped. They looked at the tape, and they said, go ahead and let's put that right there in a three-hour show. That That's that's the part that drives me crazy, bro. Because e- either you don't know what you're doing or you don't care. Yeah, yeah. There's no other excuse for that, bro. Yeah, and it seems like option B is what's going on at this point. Yeah. The Dirty Dogs defeats Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, all this for Austin Theory. <clears throat> what are they doing with Finn Balor? So Austin Theory attacks Finn Balor to gain the uh, acceptance of Vince. So he's calls Finn Balor matches consecutive times or attacked him, and or attacked him. But he goes to Vince and said, okay, expect the unexpected, right? And Vince says, no. And the segment ends up with him showing a pencil and an eraser. And, bro, let me tell you something, Chris. Seriously, again, I produced thousands of backstage segments across the board. Bro, with all due respect, somebody's got to tell Vince McMahon to speak up. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, bro. If I am the producer and that segment is my job to produce, bro, you you can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. He's mumbling, bro. He's inaudible. You can't even understand them, bro. I don't know. Are are they? I swear, I'm I'm like watching this and I'm like. Bro, are they playing the demented old man mm. card? Because that's how he's coming across, bro. Mm. Like, so I don't know if they're doing this purposely. I don't, I don't get this whole thing, bro. Yeah, he needed to pronounce much better than he did. Oh he my like, god, you yeah, can't yeah, hear it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Do that again, Chris. I like that. Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like bro yeah it was somebody's got to say bro we don't know what you're saying yeah yeah it, it was and then you heard and, and you, shut up <laughs> <laughs> i don't get this bro i don't know maybe it's maybe i'm too old to get it i'll do that every week uh, as long as vince does it every week oh uh, <laughs> Oh my god! Every mean. time he does that to Austin Theory, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next we have uh, next we have the Queen Zelina defeating Rhea Ripley. 
Uh, Wait, so before you go, we, before you go to that, bro. call TO, man. Call TO. We haven't had a TO yet. Call TO, Vince. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Where's Joey? Chris, this backstage piece with Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross was atrocious, Jeff. I mean, Jeff, Chris, this was. Bro, they're terrible. They're terrible. And again, Chris, as the producer, you got to say again, 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 yes. again. Bro, the more they do it, the better it's going to get. Again, again. This is not acceptable. Chris, I keep going back to this is supposed to be the best representation of professional wrestling in our country. Correct. In the whole United States. This is the showcase. You can't have high school scenes, bro. It's unacceptable. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. And then I'm listening to this and I'm like, bro, no, no human being on this planet talks like either one of these two Correct. are talking. Correct. Nobody talks like this, Correct. bro. Yeah. And what, so th this Rhea Ripley pep talk to Nikki A.S.H. And then Zelina Vega. So her gimmick now was similar to Booker T circa 2006 where he would like speak like King Booker and then like get real hood, like when he was mad, you know what I mean? It just seems like Vegas doing the same thing with, with her gimmick. And I it just, it's just kind of weird to me, but she's downplaying Nikki A.S.H. And it really seems like Rhea's going to turn. And why do we need another heel turn? We just had do drop turn. We have Vega and um, Carmella. What, what are they building for? Are they building ASH versus Rhea Ripley? Uh, no, what are we doing? They, they can't be, bro. They can't be. What is, what's the payoff here then? What is bro, let mean? me tell you something. You, you talk about, bro, first of all, when you look at Rhea Ripley, bro, th this woman is a beast. Bro, she is, mm -hmm. she is huge. She is, she is. she's China-like. She, she is, is a beast. Bro, she may be. There are a lot of people miscasted on this show. She's got to be at the top of that list. What, sure. what they are doing with, with a, a woman that size who should be a spectacle and attraction, yeah. man, bro, they've got her so badly, badly praised. So I don't know now if they're trying to get her back to where she should have been. I, I don't know. But my gosh, bro, she could really, really be an attraction. And they're just wasting her, man. The only thing that I think can come out of this is from a positive standpoint is that ASH realizes that, okay, this almost superhero thing is a no-go. I tried it. And she can still stay babyface, but she goes back to the deranged lunatic type of sanity character that she had before. That's the only thing I can think it can come out of because that ASH character, that Nikki ASH character, has to go, Vince. It has to go. There's nothing. Well, bro, I gotta tell that. you, Chris, I gotta tell you something though, bro. I don't know if you're noticing this or not. But there were a lot of shots tonight with, uh, you know, the wrestlers, um, you know, in the runway cutting mm -hmm. promos. The, the, the kids. A lot of kids, bro. Yeah. A lot of kids were lining those runway, which blows my mind again, bro, because this, this show is 8 to 11. It's 8 to 11, and they're gearing yeah. this towards kids, and more kids are showing up. The show goes to 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. It's just the whole dynamic is weird, bro. I think that's probably the reason why initially they gave her the push anyways, you know, because of that type right. of dynamic. Yeah. Right, right. <clears throat> so, a lot of kids, bro. There's a lot of kids there. Do you think that if she got the Nikki Cross gimmick, uh, the adults, like, because here's the thing. If she has, you have a pocket of kids. But if she got the Nikki Cross, if she went back to that uh, angle, I think that 
you can still attract a lot of adults because of the, the goth emo, you know, type of dark, you know, type of crowd character, a type type of community. I think you could still attract enough people to compensate for the kids. I think. Bro, you, 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 you know what the problem is here? Here's the, this is what Vince doesn't understand. Okay, bro, she's going to be a superhero for the kids. And oh, and she's going to be a Powerpuff girl. I'm going to fight to the end and I'm never yeah. going to give up in this. Uh, bro, that's not who that superhero character should be in 2021, 22. Maybe in 1970 when Vince was watching. Bro, who's the, who's the superhero character? Death, that's a real wacko. Uh, what's the superhero character I'm looking for? He has a couple of movies. Uh, um, he's he's got he's got like a real edge. I'm sure the chat will know about it. Is oh he a gosh, Marvel you know, or DC or something? He, like that? Uh, uh, you guys know what I'm doing. Uh, a couple of he made a couple of movies. Ryan Ryan played the gimmick. Death Death something. Pool. Uh, yeah, pool. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Deadpool. You Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> who she should have been. Yeah. yeah that, okay. That's the kind of superhero that would have been over in 2021. She should have been a female version of Deadpool. Mm -hmm. That would have gotten over with the kids. It would have been enough for the adults. But Vince went right to the power puff. I'm going to win and I'm going to try and I'm going to go out there and get. And she was dead in the water. Yeah. Now, you could still turn her into Deadpool. Mm -hmm. you know, you I could, agree. You know, superhero yeah. down on luck. She starts drinking. Sometimes she forgets to put a mask on. You know, I mean, you could yeah. you could mirror that. But I guarantee you, bro, if you said Deadpool to Vince McMahon, he had no, he would have no idea what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sounds like rum to me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> he, except he wouldn't say it like that. How would he say it, bro? Sounds like rum to me, pal. Next you have uh, uh, Bobby Lassley defeating Seth Rollins. Um, again, predictable. But before then, he had Kevin Owens pulling the DQ. And then all of a sudden, you had Pierce and DeVille being pro Lashley and like, oh, it's a no DQ. We're going to change it like at the during the match because we want Lashley to be a part of it. Bro, can we talk about how this makes zero sense? So these two guys get involved in the match. Okay. The ruling should have been we're going to restart the match. And if either of you get involved in this match, you're going to be taken out of the first go. day match. But, bro, listen to what they do. They make it a no DQ when the two heels can now legally get involved in the match, bro, because the, Lashley's still outnumbered. So yeah. now they can legally yeah. get involved in the match and screw Lashley when all it had to be was, no, if you guys get involved in the match, you're going to be out of the main event. Yeah. And what they do, bro, they did that to set up the end with the MVP screw. And all you had to do at the end is some kind of distraction where, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, uh, MVP tossed the cane to mm -hmm. Lashley. That's all you had to do. Mm -hmm. But they made something totally ridiculous. No DQ, which now allowed those guys. Yeah to yeah. get involved rather than do it the way they should have did it. Exactly. Like, huh? Oh man. So they had the, they had to throw the match. They're restarting the match to now give me permission. Right. To go to jump. Right. Lashley. Yeah. Right. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. But for some reason they thought about, huh? I think we'll jump Lashley when he goes against Big E, though. Right. And which I thought was really weird because it's like, Big E was like, oh, no, I'm not going to try to add a fourth. I'm, I, I want a fourth person into my match. I wanted to go from a 33% chance of winning to a 25% chance of winning. That that whole thing, and we'll get to it a little bit, that whole thing made absolutely no sense to me. Oh, let me let me take them away from 
jumping Bobby Lashley? Because Chris, they're writing this stuff on the fly. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Because all of us, bro, we don't know they're writing this at the tenth hour, and we're True. sitting back saying, "Huh? Yeah. Wait a minute, three people are turning on each other. Wait a minute, you just did that with Shayna Baszler. Wait a minute, they're now allowed to. Yeah. It's yeah. That, they're not even realizing this, bro, because they're in such a crunch to get the show out. Sure. And we're sitting at home saying, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Episodic television going wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so we get the backstage with the theory McMahon we talked about. You give me a little bit more of that, though. Well, we, we got the backstage. With the backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so wait a minute. What, what, what exactly was the end of this with the eraser? What, 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 what was this at the end? I don't have a pencil. I wish I had a pencil. I would do it. I got a bunch of pens. Uh, so you, you got a pencil here. <laughs> you got this in here. Yeah. We're not talking about this in right here. We're talking. We don't want this in right here. I don't. What? What? Well, what? Bro, I swear to God, I just finished. I just binge watched uh, Dexter. You know, and and the the, the last season, bro. Yeah. He's interviewing. He's interviewing the guy, you know, uh, in in the uh, you know in the room there, and he puts a pencil down on the table, and you know he's killing the guy with his pencil, yeah, right? Yeah. And then yeah. he takes that pencil, boom, right in the guy's neck. I, I, that's what I thought Vince was going with this. Yeah, yeah, bro, he's gonna kill somebody with that pencil. Then I'm like, the eraser. Like, yeah, and it just goes <laughs> off after that. Like, what is this segment? Is this? Is this continuing to next week? Like he'll just it'll go back to him. Remember the pencil I told you? You remember, you remember, the, you remember this? Remember, it wasn't this one. It was this one. You remember? That? <laughs> well, that was a that was a number two pencil. This yeah, was a number, number three pencil. pencil. Yeah. Oh my god, bro! Unless they're making him a demented, <laughs> which I've been calling for that for freaking years. There you if go. You, if you've got a a, a dementia ridden, riddled Vince McMahon walking around in the back, yeah. that's money, bro. Yeah. And, and just start mumbling till he until he says shut up, and he just says shut up like randomly. Just tell him to send him people to go from the go position yeah, yeah. like he's not supposed to, bro. Like it would be phenomenal, man. <laughs> yeah, and he was like he was mumbling to Apollo Cruz before he came in. Like, give, me, give, me, give me a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute. Uh, a minute. You know, just and it just, but. Uh, I swear to God, bro, if I was writing that show, I swear to God, I would pay Austin whatever he wanted just to come in and sit at that table and say what every time. There you go. Yeah, I absolutely. Would, I would pay a fortune just to see that, bro. What? What? It's, it's number two. What? It's number two. It's number, it's number two pencil. You didn't, hear, you didn't hear what I said? I said uh, number two. Shut up! It's oh, number bro, two too funny. Too funny, man. Too funny. <laughs> Uh, next, we get uh, Miss TV with uh, the Miz. I mean, uh, well, I mean, it was Maurice and Miz, and then Edge comes out, and then they go back and forth, and then all of a sudden, the Maurice—I don't know if you know this—this, but while they're doing the arguing, Maurice tells him to step back. I don't know if you—I don't know if you picked that up. He was, I was did, like, I step did, back. I yeah, she's like, step back, you know. So. She was getting ready for the slap, and she told him to step back while they were like arguing. Oh, so yeah, just on the fly stuff, just like crazy. And then the slap. There, there's a part of me that feels like Marisa slapping Miz to pretend that she doesn't like her, just to turn on and side with him again. That's and what I is, think. Yeah. Yeah, Beth Phoenix. This is going to lead to Beth Phoenix doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's where they're going with it too. Yeah. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah, because Beth Phoenix, she, uh, she's leaving, and I think she left NXT or leaving NXT. Um, yeah. she announced that she's leaving, so I think she's, you know, not. I don't think she's going to be like a frequent on air role, but I think I think she's coming back for the mixed tag. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's. Cena and Bella all over again because that's how that's what it was a few years ago at WrestleMania. So yeah, I mean, where's this? Where's this go, Vince? I mean, okay, we got a well, tag. Match. Uh, you just said if that if that's WrestleMania, it seems like it. Got, 
they've got to stretch this from now till then. Yeah. Um, After Rumble, though, I don't think there's any more pay-per-views until Mania. Oh, really? Yeah, which is odd. But I, I think it, it was it's usually still- Fastlane and Elimination Chamber, but I don't think there's any until Mania. They still got to stretch it out on TV. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they they have trouble stretching out three hours of one segment without having you know within one month's time you have four matches between the same two people. Yeah. Next we have uh, lastly defeating Big E and again well, bro, before you even get to that it's just what you said Chris the the time they ate up before they had that long SmackDown I, bro I swear to God if I'm the USA Network. I've got a problem with this. Mm-hmm. I, you you want to promote SmackDown on the show for 30 seconds, that's fine. Yeah. But why am I doing an advertisement for Fox Television for a good two and a half minutes? They had this long SmackDown promo. Then they had another. La- they were just eating, eating, eating time, bro, before they yeah. got to that main event. Sure was. <clears throat> so... Uh, this is the, uh, schedule. Wow. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> so that's the schedule. Uh, well, let me, let me take this. Wow. So they've got nothing February and March, huh? Yep. 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 Wow. Look at that. There we go. Yep. So first 29. So you have day one and then Royal Rumble and then nothing. Nothing to Mania. Wow. And then a couple Sunday pay-per-views and then after in the summertime, everything Saturday. That's this is a con thing. This is this is Nick Khan all over it. So what about the what about the con rock tie we just learned about? Yeah. yeah. Now that oh. now that's that's who buys WWE, bro. Ah, right so? there. Oh my god, bro. Yes. You think Khan sells at the Rock? Huh? No, think- I think Khan's part of Rock Sister- oh, okay. buying group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, when I saw that, I was like, holy crap, bro. Where did where did this come out of? Yeah, that they've known each other since childhood. Khan's on the inside; he knows all the finances. Yep. Yeah, bro. If Rock bought the XFL, what's next? I think that Khan becomes president after Vince. Like, I, I think Khan's like takes over the WWE after. If yeah, it, I, I Vince mean, goes, could, I uh, Khan, yeah, yeah, I mean, bro. I, I don't. Have you heard anything on uh, updates on Hunter's health or anything? No, uh, I haven't heard anything. I know it was some heart issues that he was, he was yeah. having. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they don't have a um, – wait a minute. You see this? SummerSlam on July the 30th. It's not even an August pay-per-view anymore. Wow. In so, they're having two pay-per-views in July? Wow. I wonder why they're, <laughs> I wonder why they're doing that. No October pay-per-view and no December pay-per-view. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's Nick Khan, man. Uh, that's he's just changing the game. He's just yeah. he's just changing the game. So yeah, we'll see. You know, he's 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 current president, and uh, it seems like he's going to be heir apparent to uh, to to Vince if if Vince decides to. Bro, I would love to see Rock buy that company. I don't think he will. I think he'll buy the XFL. I think he'll be a, probably one of the majority shareholders. But I think Khan's going to take it over. I think yeah. I think Khan's going to. Because I know I heard that there was. I know I heard that Nick, uh, Mike Kyoto was talking about how there was some dissension between Shane and uh, Vince because uh, Shane's still having some issues. Like there was some beef from Shane and Triple H because Vince Sr. didn't want anybody to marry uh, any of the boys to marry the kids. Triple H did that, so that caused some beef between Triple H and Shane. Yeah. And so there was still some dissension, you know, for years. And so, you know, Shane's not around anymore. 
And so it seems like the McMahons, as far as Shane's not going to have, you know, he's not let next in line. And then Triple H, I heard there was some distinction between him and Vince because, you know, he was running NXT and then he didn't have, he didn't like how Vince was treating the NXT call ups. Yeah. And then Steph, I mean, she's the brand officer. She's not going to take over a company. So Linda's not going to take over a company. She's in, you know, she's in politics. So. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the the McMahon legacy may end with with Vince. As long as we still, as long as we can still have him in the back mumbling. There you go. Yeah, as long <laughs> as we get that every week. I don't care if he owns it. I don't care if he's got nothing to do with it. Just keep doing those vignettes, bro. Hey, Nikon. I'm gonna. I'll be in gorilla position. I'll be in gorilla And bro, that that's the thing. Like they don't, they don't even know it enough to block it where he's at least facing the camera yeah so we can try to figure out what no we're we're getting half of mumbling right and nobody knows what this guy said (laughs) but we do know he's holding a pencil yes and that's that's with an eraser yeah that's that's all we know Uh. all right well uh that is raw ladies and gentlemen uh it concludes with having a four-way match that was very predictable we knew that was going to happen from the very beginning now is a four-day four-way match set up for day one uh but i'll tell you what my my a1 from day one this guy right here vince russo let him know about the brand my man yeah guys please check out russo's brand.com uh that will send you to all the other platforms i have i've got patreon.com forward slash russo twc and channel attitude.com but if you go to russo's brand.com that'll send you everywhere you need to go very nice everybody have a good night and remember <laughs> <laughs>